Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast Supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Wow. Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bombas socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, part-friendly panel show, part-vicious competition, where contestants fight with their best anecdotes on mystery topics generated through a trusty bingo ball, I'm Vince Layton, host of the show, Spirit of the Bingo Balls, and Games Master. Points will be awarded for originality, amusement value, and my general caprice and mood on the day. The contestant with the most points at the end of the game wins, but their opponents will be granted a few cheat codes along the way, just to keep it interesting. Welcome to the Comedy Arcade, which is part panel show, part competition, part um, nonsense, to be honest. Because it's an arcade, people sometimes know how to cheat them, you know giving a little hip bump to the two pence machine to push a few out. That never works, actually. I tried that a lot when I was a kid, just bruised my thigh. But mm. um, And also the price was two peas, so I really, it wasn't worth the money. But um, yeah, that was just information. That wasn't a joke. Um, yes, so as with any arcade, there are cheat codes you can put in. Each player has three sexy cards that can be played. There's the new balls card. So if you do not like... <laughs> The ball that has been drawn, you don't think you've got a zinger for it. You can play new balls. There's a double or nothing. I have been wanting new balls for several years. <laughs> they do not work. Introducing player one, John Robertson. Hey, how are you? I'm impotent. That was my. Apparently, that was my intro. What a joy! I was genuinely worried. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, look, it's on my Tinder. It's on everything. It's, it's wonderful. I mean, it's a bummer to have those profiles when I'm actually married. But nevertheless, she knows. I'm no harm to anybody. Jarvison, there is double or nothing. If you think your story is going to be the best story of the round, you can play that before the round is played. If you have got the best story, you get double points. If you haven't got the best story, your points go to somebody else. So think very carefully before playing that. And on the last round, before the ball is drawn, you can play the fruit machine. If you think you've had a shocker, it will randomly... Um, reallocate the scores so all the work that somebody else has done you can take it yay but you might end up with a lower score or you might end up with your own score back so these cards can only play once per game so if someone else plays it it's lost to you forever so keep that in mind you don't have to play them maybe we'll all just enjoy the legitimacy of our own talent but probably not and what do we win? um, the glory (laughs) Cool, that's all right. I'll tell my uh, landlord I'm paying rent in glory next month. Yeah, and applause. (laughs) (laughs) And you get the laughs of three others, which 
is basically the average open mic as an open mic comedian. This is quite busy. This, <laughs> this is quite busy for an open <laughs> mic. Yeah, good audience. Yeah, pandemic. It's the average gig, I think. Uh, hey guys, I've got a lot of opinions about women. I'd like to express via the microphone. Uh, oh, but first, let's. Oh. Tell, why don't you tell us something about yourself? You're in the right place. I look for that. like a thing in a thing. Oh, there we go. Oh, is it after eight thirty p.m. in an empty pub somewhere in London? Perfect. I think this, this is only the comics will only get those jokes. Those it's weren't jokes. No, no, I was again, having a that's horrifying all flashback. Gigs. That's yeah. all gigs now. Yeah. <laughs> Mate, I just did everyone's fucking podcast in one go. <laughs> I'm very sad. Yeah, we know. <laughs> you're in the right place, though. A um, white man complaining in a podcast studio is where you're supposed to be. No, you're exactly right. Where's my money? Where's my money and my job commentating the UFC? <laughs> you need to sell some brain pills or something. You need to be... Uh, I'll tell you what you need some, right now. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you need these anti-impotence pills. I do. <laughs> Oh, oh, right, that again is it. So early. Right. Um, so, yes, player one is the lovely John Robertson, um, Puffin author. Uh, yes. Yeah, I wrote um, I wrote the book The Little Town of Maraville uh, for Puffin, which was very nice. nice. And here's me putting on my lovely Radio 4 voice. And um, I just want to say that on the back of these lovely um, fruit machine, new balls and double or nothings, uh, I've just noticed there are actually the these are postcards of the covers of various books. And I am delighted to have a copy of Watership Down. Oh. <laughs> it's that wasn't chosen book. for you. No, it's brilliant. It's, it's a comedy show. And I'll have you know these. Rabbits are going to fucking die. <laughs> you, you're also a Twitcher. I am. I am. I twitch.tv slash Robotron, R-O-B-B-O-T-R-O-N. I stream twice a day, six days a week, and I do the show The Dark Room, world's only live action video game. Lots of fun. And next to him, we have player two, is Tin and Dueb. And um, yeah, how are you doing? I'm all right. I just realised that I'm so old. I thought a twitcher was someone that like looked for birds and stuff. It's not, is it? Are you very someone, disappointed? I'm, I'm really, not feeling I'm so ancient. I'm so old. And I'm so down with the kids. You've been on Twitch. I have just, been on Twitch. That's the worst thing. I just, I just thought when you said John's a twitcher, I was like, oh, I didn't know you're a bird spotter. Oh no, that's not. Oh right. Oh, I see. Okay. Well, you got there it's in been the end. A, it's been a long yeah. year. Yeah. Yeah. And um, player three, the fabulous. Comedian, podcaster, extraordinaire, writer, writer, actor. Oh, yeah, I've got your an book. An unemployed person. Oh, you've got my book. Yes. I have. It's very good. We'll talk about that at the end when we're plugging our things. But, um, yeah, it's very good. And it is the wonderful Maureen Younger. Welcome. Hi. Yeah, thanks for having me. Right. Without further ado, let's consult the balls, shall Ooh. we? <laughs> like I said, high production values. Oh, That we... makes a very pleasing sound. That's like ASMR right, oh. right here. Isn't it? What's ASMR? I can't remember what it stands for, but uh, it's when like people do soothing sounds. So, yeah. you can, oh. so they're like they talk in a voice like this, Americans and then they sometimes like, molest rats, some bubble wrap or something, so that you feel calm. Oh, just right. during lockdown, the I just wanted me. the sounds of like people shouting out of their cars on my road or something. Just vi- general violence. Live in East London, you, like, you, you get that. Well, that's free. it. Yeah, I missed them. You come down my street anytime, mate. Anytime you want. <laughs> anyway. Right, so it's ball number six. What is the worst prize you've ever won? Oh. I've, oh, uh, oh, new balls, uh, new balls, uh, new balls. Sorry. Oh, what, oh. what a wonderful prize, oh, Maureen. I just got something for that. <laughs> how lucky. So mean. Oh, tough. No, how, how lucky for you. <laughs> Unbelievable. You just won it in a bloody That's lottery. So I've got brutal. friends who paid money for that procedure. <laughs> Good on you. Well done. <laughs> okay then. So it's not that. We'll never. We'll never get to know Tina. We'll. We'll have you it's on fine. another episode talking Sorry. about that. Um, the, Maureen has just lived every comedian's dream <laughs> of another comedian going. I've got a great story. Going. No, shut up. up. No. So, the worst thing is the only thing I've got anything for. So uh, I'm not just going to. Um, Fantastic. Um, yeah. Be silent. Well, listen to the soothing sounds. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to have a little doze. I'm really comfy. <laughs> mm.
Okay, number 16, drunk behaviour. Oh, yeah. Okay. <laughs> Let's start with the Aussie. Let's start, John. Yeah, um, my wife has a very fond memory of me shitting the bed, um, by which by which <laughs> I mean... Fond memory? Well, fond in the sense that she tells this story like it's not embarrassing to me, but what she actually means is she was very angry. Uh, the, the part that she particularly disliked was my fervent um, claim that it wasn't shit, um, which I believed I could do. I didn't realise that you weren't meant to drink and smoke pot at the same time and it would have a terrible effect. I was trying to impress some people I don't actually like, so I don't know why I was doing that. And I was also in my late 20s while I was doing that, so why the fuck I was behaving like a teenager, I don't understand. But in our beautiful hotel bed in the middle of... Uh, oh, it was a hotel. A, oh, it was, well, well, I wouldn't shit in my own fucking bed. <laughs> I understand I? That's, that's practical. Not, not an idiot. You don't shit where you eat. Anyway, um, <laughs> here we go, and I have a wonderful time eating there. Anyway, uh, you know, once she let me again. Um, but I... Um, yeah, uh, you know, we woke up and there were just these terrible streaks of very watery brown residue. And uh, my wife said to me, John, is that shit? And I replied, no, <laughs> it's Pepsi. <laughs> it's Pepsi. And so for the and last... you thought she was going to believe you? Uh, well, for ah. about a half a second she did. And then for the last 10 years, any stain has been greeted with her going, is that Pepsi? <laughs> John, that Pepsi. It's a callback. Yeah, oh, oh, well, I, I'm aware it's a callback. How very nice of you to go full Stuart Lee on me and explain <laughs> my own that. job. How, how much damage did the hotel make you uh, have to pay? Uh, it's Australia, zero. I mean, the oh, bed was, already, to that. Well, the bed was just, already made of human shit, mate. Sort of premiere yeah. I'd love to have a sort of Lenny Henry Aussie advert this where was like, a you can shit the bed. This is a beautiful <laughs> thing. Oh, you can shit the bed, you can throw the fucking chairs out the window. No one cares. I think technically you could shit the bed and leave. I think that... No, no, you have to sleep in it. You've made your bed. You lie in it. That's what my father taught me. I mean, I, Reeked I, of Pepsi, that man. I haven't tried, but I think if I did, if I did happen to shit the bed by accident at a hotel, I probably would... Leave as quickly as possible. Well, to be fair, I'm glad you said by accident, because if you do it deliberately, that's, you've really got to own that's that. That's an issue, isn't it? Yeah, yeah I just... Um, but the hotel, they don't even, like, charge... They don't sort of say... Right, well, you probably should pay for new sheets or... Well, no, but I suppose they get lots of stuff on those. Well, they must get terrible They are able to wash things. What? Yeah, I mean, this isn't isn't the worst fluid that they've ever had. My mind is blown. You don't do bird spotting. People can wash stuff. I'm... This is very weird for me. You've been inside the house a long time. A very long time. (laughs) What about you? What's your drunk story? Uh, I, I was trying to think of which one to tell you. I, I spent <laughs> amazing. I spent my twenties really. Dr- I've done things like I fell asleep in a skip, and I, I left my own birthday party when I was twenty-one, and fell asleep on a doorstep, and they they took about two hours to find me, and that was quite good. Um, but I'll tell you, this is this is. I'm wondering whether to name the person who was involved. There, there was a girl that I was sort of seeing at university, and um, when uh, it was after the winter ball, which happened in, uh, I can't remember. No, in fact, I winter. don't know where it was. I drank a bottle of vodka before it started. I think it was at the Margate Winter Gardens. It was all like uh, sort of casino style, and we were meant to be dressed up and everything. And anyway, uh, we sort of got together at that, and then back at her room in her dorms, we'd been drinking very, very heavily. And um, all I remember is I sort of fell asleep on top of her and then passed out, and then she in the middle of than well later than that needed to go to the loo but she left her dorm room and the door locked behind it and um and so she was only in a t-shirt had you started something or was that just yeah just i think like... i had i was a total mate i was awful <laughs> they were playing a great so, game yeah. of monopoly we were yeah. just playing monopoly and uh no it was mid coitus right i'm gonna oh, stick yeah, with okay. the old-fashioned twitcher man it was mid coitus <laughs> but but i just i totally passed out and then snored like an absolute hero and um she needed the loo she was only in a t-shirt and because it was all in dorms so it was a shared loo so she left her room to go to the loo and the door locked behind her and <laughs> then i wouldn't wake up as she banged and banged 
on the door to try and get me to wake up and then all her dorm friends came out who weren't expecting to see her just t-shirt and then she had to go down to the guard the um the warden to come and get the door open i passed out for the entire thing i was not very I, we didn't get to see each other again after that um but Surprising. you know yeah, yeah. I, was, I was terrible terrible drink but yeah fell asleep who says romance is dead yeah so she's somewhere on a podcast talking about the worst date she ever had yeah. about having disappointed half sex i was gonna you. say yeah tina that sounds suspicious of like her story <laughs> i think it is her story you were an inert log yeah. uh, i was completely out yeah and then the, ex after that, she met the man she married so there you go oh. well it's i have it, to say it turned out all right in the end to be fair there are no rules against throwing somebody else under the bus it doesn't have to be your drunk behaviour you just have to be willing to stand by it when tens of people literally tens yeah listen to this there, there are rules against that have, it's called I murder to, but I have to say uh, for my drunk story um, I've never been drunk in my life because I don't really drink so I, I'm always been tipsy but I've never been drunk but I'm very loud and leery so people no. have thought I've been drunk mm. and have argued with me about being drunk and I'm like no I'm just loud and leery naturally I don't need to drink I've never seen the point of getting drunk I think it's a pointless thing to do so I will have a tip I will have a little bit of a tipsy drink get one. a bit tipsy but I will yeah. never right, be drunk no. alright all right. hold up Hold on, I'm just going to get more Prosecco for me and the host. No, don't worry about it. It's okay, everyone. Straight edge Maureen Younger. Everyone? Well, yeah. I don't see the wow. point. I can enjoy myself we'll without just, getting drunk. We'll just have to keep the conversation going while there he goes is, to um, our bar. Um, I did uh, the, the Camden Fringe used to be what that used to be um, the Camden Crawl that was it. it used to be the big music thing and there was a year when we hosted comedy there uh, I was hosted with um, Tiff Stevenson I think and we what we didn't realise they, they gave us these big bu- uh, crates of uh, tequila beer I can't nice. remember what it's called Desperados yeah Desperados uh, tequila beers are available but this isn't the BBC oh, so it doesn't matter of course uh, yeah and what we didn't realise <laughs> is they'd given us three days worth in one we thought they were giving us a different allocation every day so I got through half of it in one day thinking we'd have some the next day and then uh, just completely messed up the entire show fell sideways into the bar and scarred my arm and um, and then found out that the rest of the weekend didn't have any booze because um, we <laughs> destroyed it all <laughs> <laughs> sorry hold up terrible hold up. times while I was out of the room did Maureen's story finish and Tina went oh I get another go yes. yeah I just went for it well but this is after she new balls me on the first one I feel I may as well <laughs> I may as well get my extra <laughs> extra hey if I new balled you you wouldn't be able to talk, love. Right, oh. anyway. Oh. What does that even mean? I don't yeah. know. I'm excited. <laughs> Most contact I've had in months. Um, so have you never been tempted to, like, just give it a try? No. Look, I love that. Imagine. I, I was never a drinker until I couldn't cope with life, so. <laughs> be more Maureen, John. Like, yeah, I'd love to. Don't I'd give a fuck I'd about have... anything. Like, oh, no, I, I never said I gave a fuck about anything. <laughs> now I just can't cope with that. <laughs> My problems can't be solved by reading a quote from Twitter, you know, so anyway. <laughs> anyway, on to the next thing. I can't imagine enjoying a situation of, for the sake yeah, of it. That was the sound of a mini Prosecco bottle opening for the listeners at home. Oh. We won't comment on what time of day it is. It's like an airport in here. Drinking is appropriate whenever you like. So... <laughs> the best thing you've ever bought. Oh, for me it was um around oh, the world. straight away. Sorry, it was around the world trip. So I went round the world. New balls! <laughs> you can't oh! go once. You can't give oh, it. Oh, you it. She's I've already played it now. Oh, oh. what? <laughs> This is ridiculous. I'm damn this Wait, game. Hang on, hang on. That's, oh, it doesn't matter. You can only matter. play one card. No, I was once. waiting. <laughs> 
I mean, I'm, I'm tempted to support. I'm tempted to second it. To be honest, <laughs> yeah, you know, no, no, you know what? Fuck it. No, no, go. I'm passing a motion through the chair. No, and that's also unrelated to what I'm saying. But um, yeah, no, let's yeah, no, new balls, new balls. There we go. <laughs> okay. New balls. I don't want to hear about your round the world trip. I support it. New balls. Lucky <laughs> two. It was a very funny story. Anyways. <laughs> Can't help do if we, I'm funny than the others. Do we want to anyway, hear more? It was at that point Maureen's that Maureen assured yeah. oh, you it was very good content. Should we? we, should we I, well, feel, I feel we, bad now. We, we want to hear your story. Look, Tiernan is not yeah, going to back no, himself no, in this. No, I actually He's, feel very bad yeah. about what Tiernan's done. And... <laughs> You, no, no, I no. Just, Shut up, you sexist prick. I can't oh, believe you just wrong with you. spoke over it. No, dreadful. Noted misogynist Tiernan. Right. <laughs> Maureen, it's a beautiful, inclusive space. <laughs> I mean, suppose we're building up the story. Isn't that funny? But anyway, I... I knew it! New balls! I went round, <laughs> I went round um, World and I ended up in LA and I was on Hollywood Boulevard. And uh, the Earth... You're on borrowed time here. No, the Earth... Yeah. <laughs> well, okay, won't say it. It's fine. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> no, right. Hey, Tiernan, Tiernan, get a load of the woman-on-woman verbal violence there from the host. I Terrible. Know, I saw it. It was... Uh no, really good. Women are meant to support women. What the fuck's wrong with you? Okay, no. Maureen, I'm very interested to hear your story. <laughs> I'm not interested in saying no, it's fine. No, that's good. That'll add pathos to it. It'll be like one of those unfunny Woody Allen films that still won awards. Well, give it a go. Well, that's all of them, I know. <laughs> Why do people still give him money? I don't understand. Amazon Does gave him a series. Yes, did they? Because yeah. the patriarchy. That's actually wow. right. There we go. Yep. It's not funny. It's just true. Yep. Um, <laughs> right. So that may right. as well be the tagline for the patriarchy in general. <laughs> right. Come on now. Let's, let's get it together. Right. So are we are we all now. Well, I mean, yeah. you know, comedy's all about timing and stuff and building uh, rhythm and momentum, and it's gone. But anyway, so what happened was I'm we're on Hollywood I'm Boulevard. We're on now. Hollywood Boulevard. I was on Hollywood Boulevard, and um, an earthquake happened, and I didn't notice. I thought. <laughs> It was a massive earthquake, didn't notice, because I'm a Londoner, I heard the earth move and rumble, and I just thought, oh, that's a really noisy underground system. <laughs> so I, even though I really did think that, I thought it was the underground, even though they don't have an underground system because it's an earthquake zone. But anyway, I saw people running, I saw buildings shake, and I just really thought, oh, that underground, that, God, that is noisy. And then this guy came up to me, and that was a really bad quake, and went, what quake? And he just looked at me as if I was a complete nutter. Because I, I hadn't noticed that I'd actually... If I'd known it was an earthquake, I would have been absolutely shitting myself. But I just thought it was the earth. Yeah, and they just thought those people, those people from the people UK... People running for some <laughs> reason. Yeah, but I didn't, I didn't put... I don't connect the dots sometimes. And I, I didn't realise it was an earthquake. I, I, I disagree that. that us disrupting your flow affected that joke. Well, so yeah. I, well, I should have like, owned yeah, it. You should have yeah. said, oh, sorry, Tommy's a bit funny. Or you should have yeah. like... No. Of, no, no, you, 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 you nailed it. There's no correcting that. Maureen Young is a better comedian. Yeah. Anyway. That was brilliant. It was just yeah, perfectly Look, I love the bit where you went, well, comedy's dress. all about timing. I was like, yeah. oh, you were dragging this out so the attendance come back. Yeah. Your technique is exemplary, my samurai <laughs> friend. This is wonderful. For a while. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Comedy delivered. I know, there. I know. So, yeah, so that was my thing. I actually went through an earthquake and didn't notice. Love Masterclass. Love Be it. more Maureen. Be more Maureen. Mm. Wasn't the question best thing you've ever... Yeah, she bought a trip. She bought a random trip. Oh, well. See, right, got it. And like, but then I've kind of crowbarred a joke on like it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was perfect. <laughs> Look, I, I've worked with you and I've heard that story told through a microphone to a couple of hundred pretty disinterested people, so that was great. Shut up, that was improvised. <laughs> it certainly was. No, and I rem- no, I remember when she improvised it five years ago at Jonglers Nottingham, but nevertheless. It's like, it's always... <laughs> Or like, like it's like when I compare. Oh, I've never said anything before. Never said any of that before. It's all original. Look, I, I love Maureen's comparing. I love. Uh, look, she invented. Where are you from? She came up with that. Yeah, that was me. <laughs> What's your name? Wow. No one had ever thought to ask. 
Prior to that, they just gave people names and locations. Mind you, on occasions I have given people names. So what's, yeah, I do what, that. What's, what's your best buy? Nothing. Fred Perry uh, t-shirt? Some noise-cancelling headphones. <laughs> uh, yeah, yes! Fucking high-five off camera! Oh, that present. That's what makes it even worse. Tina's but, sitting um, in between them, right, and I feel like you should move because there's something really special happening here. <laughs> <laughs> Go on, tell us what's your, what's your best buy. I don't know if I've got one. I don't, I probably, yeah, I don't, probably just noise cancelling headphones so that I can uh, ignore my daughter screaming things at me for hours. I don't think I've, I don't think I've ever bought anything particularly You know, if you had good. some condoms, that would have been a lot cheaper. It would have been. <laughs> it would have been his I best know. guy. You yeah. just put them over the child's head and it can't breathe. <laughs> That's how that works. They extend a really long way. They make a wow. really good TikTok as well. I'd watch that. <laughs> it's very true, actually, yeah. Not if they died, obviously that would be very dark. Well, you don't, if you're going to die, you put it on Twitch. That's, ah, right, that's yeah. very good content for Twitch. Oh, that's true, isn't it? I mean, it? they'll yeah. take it down, but, but then it's the better if you find the body in the woods, it. isn't it? Isn't yeah. that what it is? Yeah, that was YouTube. Yeah, yeah. 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 Logan YouTube, Paul, yeah. everybody. Yeah, suicide exploiter Logan Paul. Sure, that's yeah. it. Yeah. Did wonders for his career. It did, unfortunately. Less so for the guy in the woods. Hmm. Well, he was already dead. So, yeah. So. Wasn't going to make it anyway. No. He couldn't notice Fair. the earthquake. Or anyway, tell us shall we move story. on from this um, comedy goldmine that is suicide? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, please. We, like, That'd be great. Should we, <laughs> should we oh, oh, no story from Robertson. Did you have one? Yes. I have a full body latex cat suit that I bought for myself. And that is a fucking pleasure that thing because there is a street gang that every summer forms down near my place and they do not like me and they like me even less in the latex cat suit and I powder myself up me char me thighs chafing against one another and there's something about squeaking towards a group of tough young men and they fuck off it is a wonderful feeling I mean that is yeah that is quite an image Oh, it's a wonderful image. Also, there's a. Is it uh, got a mask with it, or is it just body? No, the mask. Like... The mask you can add on if you want, but I want them to know who it is. <laughs> I don't want them to think some random gimp I... is approaching them. I want them to know. It's me. It's your John Robertson. <laughs> that is the most incredible image. I you'd have. I, I wish you'd done it instead of Halberry. That sounds like a much better. Thank you so much. Yes. Much well, it, better film. Well, probably, I do it yeah. all the time. <laughs> it's a wonderful thing. Wow. Well, yeah, I can I can tell why you wanted to really get that story in. That's spectacular. Um, it's still or, at the house. I could go get it. No. <laughs> oh, well, thanks for body shaming me, but nevertheless, that's fine. It's not body shaming. It's New balls! Like, yeah. It's, it's just I don't know if I'd be able to concentrate on anything else. Oh, that's very nice. Thank you. <laughs> oh, yeah. Anyway, it's all got a bit saucy in here, hasn't it, all of a sudden? Yeah. Yep. Was, yeah, was it before the latex or after? I don't know. It might have been John's fangirling of Maureen. Um no, 100%. Well, I've stopped, always admired yeah. your work, Oh, Maureen. thank you, Mr. Robinson. Now, Tina and I have known you about 15 years. I've always admired Maureen. <laughs> since, Ma- yeah. since Maureen was no, like 14. Since I was 14. Uh, no, thank um, you very much. Actually, it is, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, it's getting there. 2011. Uh, so, eight years. This is great chat, yes. guys. Really relevant to viewers at home. Let's move on. Move on. What's the next ball? What's the next ball? Why did no one stop me having the Prosecco? <laughs> What's the worst gift you've ever given or received? I'm, I'm, oh, yeah. I'm kind of frightened of this. Yeah. John, have you got a story Why? Yeah, I've got a story. Um, there's a sex shop in the middle of Perth, Western Australia, uh, where I used to, me and my little friends used to go when we were under 18 and then get chased out and it was very embarrassing. So it was kind of like a rite of passage to get go in there as a grown man. Mm. And I, in an attempt at really performative, angry masculinity, I treated it like going to a butcher shop. So I walked in and when I saw the guy behind the counter, it was another bloke. I went, oh, good day, mate. What can you uh, do us in a butt plug? 
And uh, your man goes, oh, about 20% off. And um, there was a lovely lady that I was uh, faintly involved with at the time. So I texted her and went, what's your favourite colour? And uh, she told me it was red. So I got her this... Um, this red steel butt plug with a red jewel in the bottom of it. And um, I showed up for that date and presented this like it was a great trophy and was greeted with a facial expression that suggested, who are you? <laughs> followed by the phrase, that looks very pointy. Followed by the phrase, leave. <laughs> I'm on her side, I have to say. I probably would have done Yeah, I same. remember you it's were there. Bold. Yeah. Oh, oh, look, it was you. Wasn't. <laughs> no, 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 no. Well, you know, somebody bloody took it. No, anyway. <laughs> that is indeed. Do you think that was a good or bad gift then? What's your No, e- every part of that was a bad gift. It's and a bad I, decision. Oh, oh, look, when, when somebody looks at you, like in the eyes, it's like, not even, not even hello? Just, just, just this straight to. Do you want to put uh-huh. this in your ass? You know, it's like, it, it just. Well, look. But in Austra- Australia, that's probably flattery, isn't it? That's, yeah, it's a real shame we weren't in Australia. It's <laughs> <laughs> yeah, a real bummer. That's a, that's a well, well, shit in bed. Yeah. No, it wasn't a bummer, was it? That's well, the trouble. It didn't, yeah, didn't, didn't come it, off. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but it popped out. So yeah. Anyway. Okay, I think. Well, well I was I was the recipient of a, a bad present in that my mum treated me to go to, on holiday with her to Benidorm. <laughs> but it was at the time, it, got, it gets even worse. It was the time of year when it's only full of Spanish tourists because OAPs, Spanish OAPs get two weeks free from the government to go on holiday after the summer season finishes. So I was in a hotel with my mother and a load of Spanish OAPs. I was the youngest by far, by about 30 years, which generally never happens. And I was watching the entertainment, which was this aged two flamenco dancers who'd passed a sell-by date. And at one point they were in S&M gear with a whip and the Spanish OAPs just were loving it. And I remember texting my friends going, my life is a sitcom. And I looked up and the guy had changed. I hadn't noticed the change. He changed into an all-in-one bodysuit and half of it was transparent so you could see half his bum naked. Wow. And at the front as well. And then my mum said to me, this is your Christmas present. And I went, it so fucking isn't. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, it's not. Because basically she got me there because I, you could, I could bring back her cigarettes. She loves to smoke. And so <laughs> I was basically there as a cigarette mule. That was why she'd invited me. <laughs> what a woman. Uh, what a woman. Um, I went to Benny on a Groupon deal. Um, it was £120 all-inclusive for four days. And we were like, this is suspiciously cheap. <laughs> no. How much money for it was exactly. Bloke? It was worth yeah. exactly £120. <laughs> for um, our entertainment was a parrot show. What? It, it was a parrot on a bicycle. And um, he went round without people's consent and just dumped the parrot onto your shoulder and lap and then tried to charge you 10 euros for a photo. I mean, this sounds amazing. Though. And you had to pay the 10 euros or he wouldn't take the parrot away. <laughs> so, <laughs> wow. Like, I would have paid it if he'd taken it on my phone. But what do you do with those shiny photos? You know, like when you go on a roller coaster and everyone's doing the worst face they've ever done. And like, it's that. And he was like, you must buy photo. And he's like, 10 euros. I was like, just take it away. It's aggressive. Yeah. <laughs> It was Parrots are horrifying. Animals. Really horrible. And my friend who I'd gone with was a bit more like right on about animal rights as well. So she didn't enjoy the thing. So I was like, I am prepared to have a grand photo of dreams here. Where she was like, this is just so cruel. I was like, yes, I mean, this is just so cruel. Yes. Did the parrot talk? Like, I wonder if it repeated the screams of the people that it had yeah. been stuck with for days and days before. Yeah, I think it would have the photo. It played basketball. Leave my eyes alone. As well. It could play basketball. Not the eyes. I, it was, I was gripped. It was me gripped. And also, it was the only time because it was off season. So it was just a lot of very old men, yeah. mainly. There were seven mobility scooters parked outside our hotel. Tell. And um, it was like I got to know what it's like to be like a ten, because 
all women younger than those men in their minds were a 10. I was treated like a 10. I felt like a model. (laughs) It was spectacular. What is it about old people that they think what you want to see is a parrot on a bicycle? But it's true, I did. That's that's all all I want to see. I mean, we've lived through an earthquake. We've had an incredible time, but I want to see a parrot on a bicycle. Maureen, how long have you been doing stand-up? Oh, since 2005. Okay. Tenon? Uh, 2003. Yeah, and I, I've been going since 2003. And I say this with love because I genuinely respect both of you. Nothing any of us have done is anywhere near as evocative or good as a parrot on a bicycle. I totally agree. I 100% If we agree. could sum up our jobs as parrot on a bicycle, people would understand what we did. We'd have more money. <laughs> yeah. And we'd probably still be working. Oh, yeah. Oh, that, parrot, that parrot's <laughs> not sure still... jobs. He's, like, killing it on TikTok. Yeah, and parrots live for fucking forever as well. <laughs> yeah. Their living costs are yeah. nothing. Have, have you ever, have you ever done one profit. of those festivals with, like, one of those bubble people, <laughs> the people that just does big, they do big bubbles, Oh. and everyone fuck. goes, loses their mind, yeah. and you like you just blowing a bubble, Wait, you mean- and they're like, "Yeah, oh my God!" Children going crazy, and then you come on stage, tell jokes, and they're like, "Yeah, but where's the bubbles, mate?" Yeah, exactly. Well, yeah, <laughs> like, you, you haven't made a fucking made bubble. You haven't made an yeah. effort. That's it. It's yeah. so it's such a brutal like reality check. What's your worst gift then, or best? Oh, uh, I um, probably the, the first gift I bought my first girlfriend was horrific. Um, but I mean, I say horrific, not butt plug horrific. It was. Um, it was a. It was just, I didn't know what I was. I was like thirteen. And I, didn't know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I feel like it, this is the thing. Is I thought, oh, this is a terrible present. Then I heard about John's. And I was like, oh, it's actually not that, that bad. bad. So, <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. yeah. The only bonus of yours is it stops you shit in the bed. So, it, but it, look, it, yeah, I, 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 I didn't know what Call to. Um, <laughs> I didn't, didn't know what to it. get a first girlfriend. I never had a girlfriend before, and uh, and I took advice from. Uh, she was in the year above me at school, and I took advice from one of her like friends in the year above and um he had he'd got a girlfriend so we went to i think it was like islington market or something to buy it and anyway i ended up buying her a little ring that had a smiley face on it because i thought that was cool because i was 14 and a dickhead and it turned (laughs) out that was the least cool thing that it was the most ugly looking horrible anyway end it that was it we'd lasted two weeks i gave her that ring and she went that is uh she was gonna (laughs) wretch yeah so that was quite bad um but I mean, fair play to her. She then she's now she does quite well and is on TV and stuff. So I think um, name names. Uh, can I? Yeah, probably can. Yeah, her name's Angel Colby, and she was in like Merlin and all That's those sorts of TV name. things. It yeah. was a sexy name. Sexy name of a first girlfriend who was older and called Angel. And that is like, a yeah, name. That that is how much older? Than a smiley face just ring. a year older. That's oh, okay. yeah. oh, thank fuck. Yeah. Did, did you think your podcast t-shirt. was about to expose something? No, no, no. And also, because you might think she's dead. She might be so old she's dead. And I, that, you know, with a name like that. So I understand your worries. <laughs> no, I'm very concerned. Then who to award the points to? <laughs> None of us. My story was yeah. pointy. Just yeah. make it easier. I had the pointy. I don't know if anyone deserves. <laughs> <laughs> no one deserves anything. It's, it's, it's going that way, isn't it? Yeah. <laughs> right. Let's just move on. Um... So the problem with games like this, I just realise how mundane an existence I've had. I'm like, I've never bought anyone. I don't have a cat suit. I've never bought a bat. Not yet. Not yet. <laughs> not yet. I might have to go out and change things after no, this. But That's I mean, you, you say mundane. You make your living through stand-up comedy, and you've dated someone who was actually in a thing. I've never done either of those things. Yeah, I mean, yeah. The, the problem with Except that is the first up. one, John, isn't true anymore. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. <laughs> right, so we've got a choice, because two balls. Um, we've got number oh. 10 which is guilty pleasures, or number 14, which is worst job you've ever done. Oh, uh, 
Worst job. I, I, uh, I'll double or nothing on this shit. All right. Yeah, I mean, I won't. It's only because I wanted to use a card. It's probably not worth it. Okay. But um, oh, hang on, we better worst job I ever did. Again, it's like always the first ones. But I, the first proper job I had was I got a job at the V&A Museum, right? Except it was in like one of the little cafes there, and um, and I was. Uh, 15 and they just gave me all the work of like pushing around big trays of plates and stuff after people at the cafe had finished them but I had to do it after hours when they closed the museum and they turned all the lights off and it was just mummies and coffins and mosaics and things <laughs> and it was the scariest place and I just found it so endlessly terrifying um, and one day I managed to push an entire tray of plates into an ancient Roman mosaic <gasps> and um, yeah and they didn't well they, they noticed three days later because it was already quite cracked right and and <laughs> <laughs> so luckily I got away with it and also on one oh, day I served up tagging people. them in I also <laughs> they let me do some serving on some days and I served people up these prawn what were they like little prawn cocktail type things it yeah, was like yeah. the 90s and anyway avocado was probably prawn that's probably yeah it was. It smelt weird I knew it smelt weird and anyway it caused 15 people to be sick quite violently sick and the whole cafe had to be shut down for food poisoning um, I don't think that Are was my sure fault you want to this be out fair. on the public <laughs> did you, you you didn't prepare them you just served what, them though no they were really horrible to me as well yeah. so no I didn't prepare them so that's, that's not my fault I just served them you just served and them and I, I left the job after a week so I was like oh. this isn't I hate it <laughs> to just leave you should have been fired or fines for yeah. like well, damaging mean, the prices up because yeah. in, in this story like the, the question is what's the worst job you've ever had and it's like not the worst job I've ever done that's true yeah that's yeah. true well you don't know it might not be the worst job he's ever done yeah. but no, also, it's worse. Well, I've seen him it's my entire comedy career yeah no, oh. but, it's, but, but being left in a museum <laughs> alone at night with mummies and shit that was that, I hated was that was it tempting yeah. did they come alive <laughs> They probably did, but if he's going to poison me, I'm not Do you know what? My, my worst job was, I was a rep in Spain in the 1980s, which is amazing because I'm only 38, as you know. Okay. But I was a rep in Mallorca, which in those days, package holidays, uh, Brits who went there, they didn't want to be in Spain. They just wanted to be in Britain with the sun. So they get very annoyed about foreigners. That, me that meant the Spanish uh, being there. <laughs> they got very annoyed about that. Uh, hated the Germans. Apparently, we were still at war with them. And uh, they complained about the food. And I remember this one woman went to me once... Uh, not being funny more and not being funny but those onion rings tasted really funny last night I didn't have the heart to tell it was calamari because I thought she would go absolutely sneaking mental. squid into them fucking hell like like literally Shirley she Valentine's thought, she thought, a documentary yeah, she thought they were onion rings like the You're onion rings tasted me. a bit funny no she that's she goes, amazing she thought the onion rings tasted funny and I was like yeah. it was calamari mate but I was like I can't tell her she ate calamari she would go absolutely livid like okay I'm Australian if, if I say that's pig ignorant that's the most pig ignorant thing yeah, ever you Never. Yeah. All I've got to say is yeah. British tourists, Spain, 1980s. Yeah. So you'd go like, what, what hotel are you staying in? Majorca. No, what? you're in Majorca. Mm -hmm. I had one person go to me, how can I get the, what bus do I get to go to Barcelona? And I'm like, we're in Ireland, mate. There is no bus. Oh, <laughs> oh no. And, you know, and you'd get all the things. Or they'd ra it rain and they go, oh, um, it's raining. So, yeah, we're in Spain. I mean, you know, it does rain in Spain. Yeah, I mean, they fucking well, told you. Back. It falls they mainly told you on in the, the plane. Yeah, they told yeah. you in the sound of music. What was the other one? Oh, they can, yeah, they complained about too many foreigners. Uh, breakfast, food wasn't British enough. I mean, uh, the Spanish, Spanish was speaking Spanish. Yeah. Oh, I can't what believe it. What a bunch it. of <laughs> 
It's jo- chosen other people. To, um, can I sneak in another one? I know John, John's going to probably Go have a better no, one. No, no, just, no. Just very quick. I've just never had one. a real job. This is fun. Oh, this is fun. Okay. <laughs> I worked for a housing association on the building repairs department, which is basically where things would break and people would call you down the phone and shout at you about it and you'd send someone in to repair it at cheap cost and then it would break them in 24 yeah. hours and they'd get more and more angry with you. And um, one of the worst days was there was this man that used to come in who wore like a Robin Hood, hat, Robin Hood type hat, but it was black and a long black trench coat and his name was Cornelius McNally and he used to come in and go my name's Cornelius McNally and my toilet is broken and I'm having to do pools in plastic bags and I was like oh no it's the worst thing I've ever heard quick call the plumbers and we're like sir we're sending the plumbers around now they'll be there within an hour they're going to fix your toilet they'll get it sorted right and I swear to god this is true like two days later he came in again I'm still doing pools in plastic bags and we're like we thought the plumbers fixed your toilet they did horrible Uh, genuinely grim I play fruit machine yeah it is the last round so that is an appropriate card to play ah. so we are going to now mix up the scores I can tell you that there is a point in it between everybody so there's 20 21 and 22 are the scores at the moment Ooh. so there's a lot to play for in this last round wow. guys so Ooh. yeah I might go shit in a plastic bag <laughs> I have done that um, so the, I, I live with yeah. someone who did that as well yeah yeah yeah, yeah. yeah we've lived together a long time <laughs> I'm going to get Chris involved now because he doesn't know what order I've put the name the numbers in. So, Chris, give me a number between one and three. Three. John, you've now got Maureen's points. Oh, damn. <laughs> What's next? Chris, give me another number. Two or one? Two or one? Two. Two, then. You've got your um, your own points. Oh, well, I Maureen, think I've probably done, I've probably done the worst. <laughs> no, no. You, you've been winning this entire time. It's a lovely thing. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, Maureen and John, you've just swapped. Oh. Well, that's all right. Right, let's go. Ooh, what's the number? Sixteen. And the category is. <laughs> I I feel like RuPaul. I'm excited. Um, it's first dates. Don't fuck it up. There you go. Oh well, I can tell you uh, one of my Here one of my is. first dates. He was actually <laughs> a New Zealander. Uh, he was a Kiwi, and we went to the cinema. And he wanted to see one film. I wanted to see something else. And I, he definitely wanted to see this film. I was like, I don't really want to see that. I said, but don't worry about it. I go, you go and see your film. I'll go and see my film. And we'll meet in the foyer afterwards. And that was... <laughs> this is so you. This is so you. me. That's so good. <laughs> That's and it was, and, and, I, just, and I, I love you. Weirdly, we're not together. But... Um, <laughs> What was so funny, because I told Jen, because I said, like, you know, you didn't really want to Jen carry on. Jen, as in Brister, Jen. Jen Brister, because I was like, what's his problem? I think that's a really good, you know, I think, you know, you go and see who you want to see, I go and see what's in me. I think that's practical. Um, I like that. And Jen went, quite, to be fair, Jen went, that wasn't really a date, Maureen. Technically, you were just in the same building. And I thought, yeah, you got a point. Because for me, I thought this shows what a great girlfriend I am. Because I'm very independent. (laughs) You can do your own thing. But obviously, when you go on a date, you probably want to spend some time with the person. I suppose that's... But in the cinema, you don't anyway, because you're just sitting in silence yeah, next to each other. Uh, yeah, like, but you're yeah. Suppo- but when it's the first date, I suppose you should really spend some time with them in the room. I, you know, but oh, I like I didn't want to go and see his movie. What was it? Can you remember? No, but I went to see the one I went to see was the Tin Cup with Kevin Costner, which was a golfing movie. <laughs> <laughs> were, were you a fan of Kevin at the time? I do like Kevin Costner actually. So you Still? liked your date less when he came out? <laughs> wow! <laughs> spent two hours with Kevin Costner. So anyway. Um, <laughs> Weirdly, guys, still single. I don't know why. But anyway, there you go. That was my, one of my first dates. That's and last date, it has to be said. <laughs> Anybody else? It just sounds like you'd have a much more enjoyable time, mostly. I think yeah. a lot of people would enjoy the cinema a lot more. I'll just go see what I want to see, then that sounds <laughs> much better. You know what's really wonderful about Kevin Costner? Because I, I watched a bit of Robin Hood, Prince of Thieves. Oh, yeah, it's a brilliant movie. Yeah, but 
I love how leading men in the 90s are deeply unattractive. You know, it's wonderful. It's how this, dare you? No, 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 but seriously. No, but in the sense of he's an older bloke, he's got a receding hairline, and I've, at the moment I'm 35, and I'm like, there's hope. It's wonderful. I look at Kevin Costner, I look at Bruce Willis, and I'm like, it worked for them. Yeah, yeah I was never, I didn't, you didn't fancy, I never fancied Bruce Willis, but no, oh, what a, he but wasn't Fifth my Element, time. though. No. I mean, Richard well, Gere, he would have got it. Oh, Richard, Richard Gere, yeah. Gee, oh, he's so sensitive. He, he, he's a bit older, he's a bit sensitive. Uh, but the rumour he's a little bit saucy as well. Like, <laughs> he put a gerbil up his ass, that's not the same thing. I think I covered it with a little bit saucy. Um, I'd say when he was young, Mel Gibson don't was cover incredibly Don't cover fucking sexy. gerbil with sauce, it'll hurt its eyes. Yeah. <laughs> it might go up a piece. Finally, someone else. Yay, <laughs> the Prosecco's working. Uh, yeah, anybody Dana, you got Tony, what's your first date story? I don't, uh, uh, I don't have that many like really interesting. I, I once uh, took a girl for dinner um, who I really fancied and uh, it was only sort of about three quarters way through dinner that I had offered to pay for that she pointed out she was in a long-term relationship already and she'd just got dinner off me and that was pretty brief. Oh, wow. <laughs> she just invoiced her at the end. I should have done, shouldn't like I? She'd go, oh, yeah, we're just... Uh, mm-hmm. I'd already sort of invited her out. I was like, oh, uh, yeah, obviously I just meet people for dinner Yeah, sometimes. I love that. Constantly. I love to pay for new <laughs> yeah. friends, yeah. I went to on a date and didn't know it was a date, so... You know, oh, yeah, I've done that, yeah. She was already in a relationship, Tina was there, he was offering her free dinner. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what, there's a lot of crossover here. Again, it was Jen Bruce who went more and that was a date and I hadn't realised. Oh. Wow, she writes a lot of your material. <laughs> no, um, no, she, no, she it's just... It's only a date when you decide it's a date. Though. No. You was, can't have a date enforced on you. No, no, like, it was, it was clearly the yeah. other person. Consent. The other person, they bought me a present and everything and took me out for dinner and I didn't click. What was the present? I'm not going to... No, because that might... What's the away. worst present? It was you a red you had an plug and you were happy. <laughs> <laughs> I got one. Go I, on then. I got one. Um, first date I had uh, with a nice young lady, uh, we met at a science fiction convention and she went, oh. um, do you want to come back to my room? And I went, yeah. I didn't quite understand why I wanted to go back there. And um, Do we need to talk about the birds and the bees? <laughs> Well, no, no, there weren't, any, there, there weren't any in the room at the time, thankfully. Um, uh, what, what, what happened was there was a room party and then gradually, like, a couple of friends of mine went, oh, John's, John's pulled, so we're going to go. And I, I, I remember going out into the cor- corridor going, what do you mean? Like, what, really? I was like, wow. I went back in. This nice girl um, said, oh, do you want me to give you a massage? And I went, oh, what a wonderful thing to do. She then handcuffed me to the bed, leaving me uh, with her very muscular mate, oh. who I recall, <laughs> as she went off to talk to male her. Male or female? Uh, male. Interesting. Uh, who she then went off to talk to her then boyfriend uh, to see if this would be all right. While I was handcuffed uh, to this bed, the guy looked at me and went, I love her. Oh my god! Do, do, do you want to do you want to hear my my love letter I've written to her? <laughs> I said no. No, but that didn't change anything because I was hanging after the bed. I couldn't fucking fix it. So um, he brought out this thing that was like a football made of duct tape. It was like a break in case of emergency. You know, called all of that out, read me all of this thing. She came back. She gave me the massage and. Um, it was a big time, big time. Was he in the room while she gave the massage? Oh, no, she he got told to fuck off, which was quite nice. Yeah, and then, you know, good. while she was giving me the massage, <laughs> while she was giving me the massage, I'm like, do you know that guy loves you? And she went, yeah. Oh. <laughs> it was a big day. Wow. Of course, um, wow. yeah, it turned, I thought she was clearing it with the boyfriend. Uh, turns out, no. no. No, which I found out later uh, when he indicated to me that I was going to die. <laughs> that was fun. Sure. Big day for everybody. Anybody got any advance on that? Or are we no. going to close the I've book? I've never been threatened with death. 
It's right. the most exciting sci fi convention I've ever heard of. I know. No, oh, Randy. Oh, they're surprising. <laughs> Randy Nerds. Really? Randy yeah. Nerds. Um, oh, yeah. Well, they're all in cosplay as well. That's hot, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. I used to be a cosplay host, and I found that out later on that it was hot because I was very much sort of like, hey, my God, look at this wonderful outfit. And then, like, this, um, this, this mother came up and went, are you aware that these are all half naked young women? I was like, what do you mean? Someone who's been tied to the bed. He's like, is this a date? Well, that was, yeah, I was like, what do you mean? What are you talking about? They're just dressed as anime characters. And they're like, oh, the thing that famously doesn't wear clothes. Oh, I see. Oh, yes. yeah. So it's like mainly designed by men. Um, but yes. yeah. Anyway, mm. on that note, let's go around Ooh, what's and, the scores? and talk about while I tally up the scores, um, what we're all doing with our lives. Um, start with you, John. Sure. Um, well, I mean, it's that's fun. I've got. I've actually got to leave in a minute because I've got to go and do a thing. I've. Um, <laughs> yeah, you know, mostly I've got to take myself out of this cat suit. But I've got to um, go to. I I twitch every single day at, at Twitch. Yeah, I, I just love the birds, mate. I love the birds. Well, who doesn't? Yeah. Well, a lot of people. You know, don't be discriminatory. Um, I. <laughs> I, I twitch every day at twitch.tv slash Robotron, do two shows a day of just um, improvised comedy, lots of lots of strange stuff. And, um, yeah, I've, I've been doing that. That's how I've survived lockdown. Tina, what are you doing with your life? Uh, mainly <laughs> parenting a completely bonkers two-and-a-half-year-old who's just named her toy baby Cheese Manson. Uh, and oh. I don't know why she's chosen that cool. name. Someone only pointed out recently it sounded like Charles Manson, which I was like, oh shit. It does. That's even worse. Yeah, it does. Yeah, she scribbled on its face with Byro and called it Cheese Manson. What? Hold on, what, um, what has she scribbled on its face? I, I don't know what the markings are, John. I'm really? quite terrified. Yeah, I'm <laughs> sure, tribal. It, sure it talks to her in, yeah? its, in her sleep. Yeah, it's quite a scary. sort of Germanic tribe. Um, uh, yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Completely, yeah, it's a very strange child. But um, <coughs> apart from that, I'll do yeah weekly podcast called Partly Political Broadcast where I scream about... Uh, everything that's going on and do jokes about it and then I interview clever people I know there's nothing going on at all it's really (laughs) entertaining quiet time so yeah I only do it because otherwise I'd have to shout at people in the park Um, so yeah there's that really Maureen, what about you? Um, I've got a podcast with Jen Bristol and Alison June Smith called Women Talking Bollocks, and that's exactly what we do. We talk bollocks every week. Um, got a book out called The Void, which Ooh, uh, yep, you've very read. good. Short stories. Short stories. And I do a comedy yeah. chat show every Thursdays at 8 30 called My Comedy Chats. And you can find out all about it uh, more on younger.com, and you can get the inside track to the world of comedy. Marvellous. Well, without further ado, I can tell you there is a joint first place <gasps> on this. There is oh a tie. Um, Tina, unfortunately, you were slightly yeah, behind on it. Um, the cheese manson thing, nearly, I nearly gave you points after the points were closed, but it wouldn't have saved you. So it's you got on 24 points, it was Tina. John and Maureen, who swapped scores, still ended up neck and neck with 26. Oh. So, yeah. 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 Winners. Congrats. Thank you, everybody, for Thank participating. Cool. Thank, Thank you for the people us. listening. And um, you're all now free to go. I'll Yay. unlock the door. Thanks for listening. There will be a new episode with new competitors and new balls every Friday. If you like what you've heard, I've been Vix Layton and this is Comedy Arcade. Please tell all your friends, rate the show and hit subscribe. And if you didn't like it, I've been Ed Gamble and this is Off Menu. Poppadoms or bread? Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. 
And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app. You can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with Code Program for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code Program.